Transmissions, a Star Wars podcast. Thank you for joining us this week. Episodes will typically be uploaded every Monday and any changes to that schedule will be posted on our Twitter and TikTok at Fulcrum Pod and on Instagram at Fulcrum Podcast. Be sure to follow us on either of those for previews and information about upcoming episodes. Hi, my name is Sage and I use she, her, and they, them pronouns. You can find me on TikTok and Twitter at Sage Sindula. Hi, my name is Claire and my pronouns are she, her. You can find me on TikTok at Claire Kenobi and on Twitter at Corky Kenobi. So today for our final High Republic episode before The Fallen Star comes out, we are going to be discussing some of our theories for Wave 3, as well as discussing some of the theories that were sent into us by others. So spoiler warning for everything in the High Republic up to this point. Okay, so our first one is from our friend Lil at Owl Sanctuary on Twitter. Belle is knighted in the wreckage of starlight. <laughs> that's the first. That's not even the full <laughs> sentence. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> you know, I'm feeling personally attacked. I do believe this was a personal attack. Belle being knighted in the wreckage of starlight is, is I can see that happening. I can see I, that happening. Yeah, because like he's definitely going to get knighted. It's just a question of when. Now and I'm just imagining like it. he's literally in the middle of getting knighted and yeah. then the Nihil show up and he's like, well, I'm a knight now. Time to go fight some knights. <laughs> oh my god, that totally would. I really hope Indira survives. Like, like please, I need her to live because I need her to like knight Bell. The next part, because that wasn't even the full sentence of Lil's theory. Uh, Vern falls. Um, I, I hate that. that. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't think that. I think that Vernesha is going to be an integral part of phase two. I really do. Um, well, I'm gonna put on my clown makeup if she dies because, but yeah. I don't think that she will. Um, whatever's going on with the with the path that she has, I'm hoping that it does like kind of come to fruit with like this phase, like this last phase or wave. Or no, the last of the phase. Yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, hopefully she'll, we'll get to know what that means. But if we don't, because I know there's a lot going on, mm-hmm. I'm thinking we're going to get it in phase two. Yeah, I agree. I think that Vern and like her whole little squad, like I think Avon is definitely going to be a big part of um later phases. So I think that like, hopefully, fingers crossed, they'll keep Vern around so that she can like be important in the later story. But you never know. Yeah. Continuing with Lil's little theory here that we have on Twitter, um, still think her path uh, is to the ascendancy in that she is a Skywalker. So true. So true. <laughs> I, I do think that she has like the Skywalking powers. Like I think like her power is third sight. Whether she is part of the ascendancy, I you know what I was really thinking about this the other day. I was like, is anyone else besides Timothy Zahn even allowed to write the Chiss? Because that's a in good question. Canon, in canon, they just haven't shown up other mm-hmm. than uh, that, other than the Timothy Zahn books. So I am, I am, I'm looking forward to hopefully, hopefully seeing uh, Chila at some point or any, any, any chiss. Uh, yeah. Next part, um, Stellan, the fallen star. Is Stellan the fallen star? first of all leave me alone I can't handle that it it kind of makes sense however like like okay personally I don't really think Stellan is going to die like obviously it's a possibility with anyone but like I don't 
think that he is going to die. Fingers crossed, hoping and praying. I really, I'm really on Elzar dying train. Not that I want it to Why? <laughs> I love, I love Elzar. I love him. <laughs> I do think he's going to die. Okay, I do. Um, I did add Elzar to my dead <laughs> Shut up. <gasps> I, it was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life now that I'm like rereading the rising storm and like little things and I'm like rising storm is written by Kevin Scott and I know that Kevin Scott writes little details intentionally like I don't think that anything there was unintentional so I'm like becoming more and more convinced that he's gonna die I really hope he doesn't um I really really hope he doesn't but I think it could happen unfortunately the only reason the only reason I think Stellan like could die like that it is a possibility is like because one he he means a lot to Elzar they are boyfriends but and that would like really mess up Elzar but also in light of recent events (laughs) we do know that Stellan and Avar were in the past don't know what that means but I totally do know what that means they definitely had some kind of relationship in the past um Daniel you just dropped that out of nowhere. So thanks in for that. In the preview. Not in even preview. in the issue. It wasn't even in the comic. <laughs> just, ah. Anyways, that would be really messed up for Stone to die. <laughs> and then, and then Avar has been fighting with Stellan this entire time. I do think that she's going to turn to the dark side anyways, and their relationship's just going to get ruined no matter what. That would be horrible. Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm definitely thinking that Stellan might die. Wow. Here's my thing. I think that Stellan will only die if all the firebrands are dying. The problem with that is that I think it is a very real possibility that all the firebrands will die. The idea of, oh my god, the idea (laughs) of Vernestra joining the Oh My Master is Dead club. (laughs) I don't want it. I don't want it. I just... That would be literally the worst. Because, like, there's a lot of members of the, like, Dead Master Club right now. Uh, hate to say it, but I do believe um, Miss Keep Trennis will also be joining the Dead Master Squad. So true. Um, so maybe Vern as well. Also maybe Burry as well, which really sucks. But I'm very worried about Nib in this last, or, like, the end of this phase. Um, our next our next theory comes from uh, Pat at Patricia uh, Beaton on Twitter. Starlight Beacon dropping out of the sky won't be the worst thing that happens in the Fallen Star. There's got to be a bigger catch. This is mostly hoping, but the Firebrands will be running into each other finally. And maybe more comic characters popping up in the novels. I'm breaking that down. <laughs> Starlight Beacon not being the worst thing that happens is definitely my, like, like, what I think is going to happen. Like, I do not think, just because they've been, like, like, for months have been, like, oh, my God, Starlight Beacon is falling out of the sky, you guys. And I feel like it's, like, a trick. I do think it's going to happen at the beginning. And very much like the Rising Storm, where Valo happened towards the beginning and, well, in, like, the middle and that was not the worst part. That was not the worst part. The worst part was at the end um, where they we thought they were winning 
and then they just lost. Um, that is what I think is going to happen in the Fallen Star. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, cause like you said, I'm like, we know Starlight is falling. Like Starlight getting attacked and Starlight falling, and even like Starlight getting leveled are not like shocking events. But like there's gonna be something because like with every book, there is at least one like big event that like completely shocked me and like is insane. And so like there's definitely gonna be something like that in the fallen star. Um what it is, I don't know. I'm really scared. Right. And I do think that all of this is going to be happening at the same time. Like all of wave three is happening at the same time. Like, cause we also we have this plot that's happening on Corellia, um, and that's happening in the young adult novels. And then the plot that's happening on Dalna. Um, but I do think it's happening concurrently. And it would make sense for the last adult novel to set up phase two. Because there are things that are happening after, like there are comics that are like, oh, and after Starlight, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, but like not everyone's reading the comics. You know, some people are only reading the books and it wouldn't make sense just to set stuff up for phase two in the comics. We're going to we're going to get something um, that's setting up the conflict for phase two in the Fallen Star at the end. Whatever that is. So terrified. Anyways, I think uh, the next part is that uh, the firebrands will be running into each other. Um, I definitely I really hope so I want to see them all fighting together I think they will be like literally the most powerful thing to ever exist um but yeah. unfortunately this is the higher public so I don't think it's gonna end well mm-hmm. even if we do get like an epic moment of the three of them working together I don't think it's going to end well for anyone yeah I do think that if like they are together they're just gonna be so powerful we'll talk about Avar and Valo in a minute but like if Avar was on Valo, I'm sorry, all that would not have happened. Like she is, I do think she's the most powerful Jedi ever. Uh, I say that like every week, but she is just so powerful. Seeing them all together, they're going to annihilate anything. And that's why I feel like we might not see them together for very long. Um, I think they'll have a moment of like absolutely utter destruction. Uh, and then Avar will turn to the dark side. So that's theory number one. I think I think another thing that could happen is that <laughs> they are all separated trying to get to each other and then they do get to each other and then they die. Like if they're together, nothing good is going to come from that. I, I did that. have a similar theory to that, which is that Avar like turns to the dark side and like since they're all on Starlight, Stellan and Elzar both sense it and they're like, we need to get to her right now. But among everything that's happening, like they can't get to her right away. And the whole thing is just this like, will they make it in time to save her or not? And like, even if they do make it, will they be able to be able to talk her down or not? Um, the idea of the Stellan and Elzar having to like duel Dark Side Avar is like the most upsetting thing I've ever heard in my life. But it's gonna be so sexy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to throw it out there. Like like it's going to be so sad and I'm gonna cry but I'm also gonna be like okay girl boss for her to be the one to go dark would have so many implications and so many just be so bad for everyone and like could go so end up so many different ways um characters from the comics popping up in the novels uh I do think Keeve might show up I one reason is literally because I can see Claudia Gray being like I want to write Keeve 
you know yeah. he feels like a very so like, true character um and so I'm like yeah I could see that also depending on where like the comics go I don't know Keeve did pop up in Tempest Runner um that is also though because Kevin Scott did write Tempest Runner and she, and she is his character I also think that like because obviously if Ava is going dark that is going to be a big part of the fallen stars like building up to that and like showing her fall and like a lot of that has been built up in the comics because like that's where we've seen her most recently and how we've seen her mental state like deteriorating um so if her like her fall is definitely going to involve Keeve and so I think that Keeve will definitely have to be involved in the fallen star in some capacity just to really sell the idea that like Avar would go to the dark side. I just have so many thoughts about dark side Avar. I just like, and Keeve, like her and Keeve together. Also the la- latest issue of the High Republic. Why? <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the, the Estalamari was just like, can you just watch Avar? Are you it's kidding? giving Obi-Wan asking Anakin to watch Palpatine. And so I hate true. it. So true. And also just being like, other than Skier, Avar has been um, Keeve's role model and also really close friend. Like they have been together for these past two years. They defeated the Drengear together. They've saved each other's lives numerous times. And the fact that Avar is like Keeve is being put in a position that she's watching the two people that she loves in the, the most in the world fall to the dark side and hate each other and become like I can't imagine the amount of pain that Keeve must have been in seeing Avar Chris take away Skier's lightsaber. That was I, literally one of the most painful things that I have ever experienced mm-hmm. as a reader. I was yeah. crying. I was literally yelling out loud. I was like are you kidding me? I'm so mad. And you know, I'm getting into it. I'm getting into it. I've been <laughs> seeing, I've been seeing some Avar Chris slander on the internet. There are valid critiques of Avar's character. However, let's just remember that she literally has the entire weight of the galaxy on her shoulders. The entire galaxy is looking specifically at her and Stellan Geos to save the galaxy right now. And that has been established numerous times and it's getting in her head and it's been there since the light of the Jedi. Like in light of the Jedi, she was like, what if I'm not good enough to save Hetzal? Like that was a whole thing. And that was, it's one of my favorite Avar moments. Um, and you can see how much she cares and how much pressure she puts on herself. And of course, she's literally turning to the dark side because every single, my my favorite, this is why I think Avar is turning to the dark side. My favorite villain trope in media in general is the hero who just wants to save everybody and messes up really bad, but out of good intentions and becomes the villain that they like, we're trying to destroy I'm she's so falling into that I can it's like you can see it happening in the it's like right there it's not even you don't have to look for it you know Kevin Scott is writing it right there and I'm just so so excited to see it also so heartbroken to see it because I love her um I do kin Avar Chris I (laughs) I'm so I'm the Avar slander there's some of it that I'm like oh that was a bad take because she is going through it and yes 
she is not handling the skier situation correctly but also skier is literally (laughs) being murderous Mm -hmm. what is she supposed to do you know like she in this like mental state that she's been in yeah Keeve loves Avar but Avar loves Keeve and I can't even imagine like Avar literally looking at Keeve and seeing her the repercussions of her own actions as well as her former master's actions on Keeve's like mental health and well-being it's just a lot there's just a lot going on Avar's turning the dark side and I'm not gonna be mad at her when she does yeah like it's literally it's been happening but now like it is happening like especially this issue that just came out I literally gasped out loud when Maru is like giving his like little briefing to Selen and he's like yeah and we like saved so-and-so people and like this 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 and Avar is just like enough we need to talk about how we're gonna attack the Nihil and Selen is like calm down we are not like also just like the the panel of them arguing when I first read it I was like oh my god I'm so upset I love them both don't fight and then like an hour later we found out that they have some sort of history and I was like this is so so much worse now great the fact that those were released on the same day so hateful now that's another thing too is the Valor situation is like really bothering me because a lot of people are like wow like Avar is still like bringing up Valo to Stellan she wasn't even there yeah it's almost yeah, like she point. feels it's bad because she wasn't point. there <laughs> she literally is turning to the dark side because she she knows and everybody else knows and she knows that everybody else knows that if she was on Valo things would not have been as bad that is the worst thing to live with you know like she has to live with the fact like I can't and the whole thing was filmed and the whole galaxy saw what happened on Valo, and so did Avar. Like, she, like, I can't imagine, like, her watching all of this destruction happening to her friends and, and innocent people, and her being, like, I can't even imagine it. Like, that would have been so horrible. The way she's, like, keeps bringing it up to Stellan is inconsiderate of his trauma, which, is another thing that I hope is explored more in The Fallen Star, just because Stellan had a very public trauma. However, she's absolutely valid in her feelings about not being on Valo and about being specifically taken away from Valo. She, her, they literally, the Jedi were like, we need you as the Marshal of Starlight, which is in the Outer Rim, to handle this. She, she, totally could have been on Valo had the Drengir not been a problem and that's obviously a part of the story and that was obviously the plan of the Nihil but you know it still happened and she still wasn't there to protect her people. Here's another layer to that that I didn't even think of until just now depending on how much she has heard from like Stellan and Elzar she could also blame herself for Elzar's dark side like briefly falling to the dark side so because like a big part of that was him being like Avar is not here and like she didn't tell me that she wasn't gonna be here Stellan didn't tell me like maybe I'm drifting away from them maybe they like don't trust me anymore that's like a big part of like what he's thinking when he does end up using the dark side for that one moment that is literally I know yeah Avar would be would blame herself for the thing with Elzar I just and I also just think like we don't know Avar's reaction to like loading great storm. 
the level of, like she, that's the like, thing we don't know Avar's reaction to a lot of these things and exactly. I really hope that they cover like I hope that we get whether it has already happened and it's a flashback or if it happens in the fallen star like elves are coming to Avar and being like I messed up and like I told Stellan and like he's been helping me but like I need to tell you because like we're so close like I want to know how she is going to react to that yeah and she's a a lot of what we're seeing of her is in the High Republic like comics but they're not in her perspective like they're completely from Keeve's perspective which I love because Keeve is one of my favorite characters um and I don't want Avar's perspective necessarily in the High Republic because I do want it to focus on Keeve however in the Fallen Star I want to know like how does she feel and like is she Mm -hmm. even like how is she processing because right now all we're seeing is that she is angry and that she is cracking and that she blames herself uh but we've known that we've known that since you know she found out about Valo like that she's blamed herself um and it's very obvious in her actions um oh my god I just thought exactly what you were saying um a reason why she could be so upset about Skier falling to the dark side is because she knows what happened to Elzar. Because oh. she couldn't see, she couldn't save Elzar. So she's like so desperate to save yes. Skira, but it ends up going horribly wrong. Oh, that is exactly what happened. No, like that, because there's no way that neither Stellan or Elzar or literally anyone else on Valo wouldn't have been like, hey, Avar Chris, Elzar turned to the dark side back there. He, yeah. he took an, a floating island in the sky and pulled it down out of the sky and killed a bunch of people. Oh my oh, god. That is, that makes, okay, that with that context, I don't want to hear a single piece of Avar slander when it comes to Skier. I don't want to see it. I was just going to say, like, I feel like I have come up with so many theories. I'm like, there's no possible scenario that I haven't thought of. But then I know they're going to have something that I never imagined. No, right, exactly. That's how I feel too. I feel like I have so many, like, theories. And I'm like, okay, at least one of them has to happen, right? Like <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, I have, although like that was where I was at. I was like, okay, like I've theorized everything. Nothing can surprise me. And then they were like, Stellan and Avar was a thing. And I'm like, what? That was the most unexpected thing. That, like, like, okay, Load and Greystorm getting literally leveled is like right there <laughs> with Stellan, Geos, and Avar, Chris. Like that like, was like this shock. Insane. <laughs> shock that I felt. I like read it. And I was like, whoa, I had to go look back at the panel multiple times. And then like everyone was like discussing it. And I was like, wait, like, I'm like, it's real. Like, it's actually yeah. not in my Like head. at first I read it and I was like, no, like I'm, I'm just reading into this. Like that is yeah. not a thing. And I like sent it to one of my friends who I, who I've like gotten to read the higher public. And she was like, no, that's, that's a thing. And then like, everyone was talking about it. I was like, oh my God, when, how? Like, I need to know more information about what this is. Like, was this a one-time thing? Was this like a whole, like, I don't even know. Like, were they, exactly? they have a relationship? Like, I don't know. And I'm just, okay, the main thing that I need, well, there's two main things I need to know. Number one, does Elzar know? That is the main (laughs) thing. I'm like, I I need to know. And the second thing is, did this happen before or after Elzar and Avar? 
I would these are my questions <laughs> I you know what that is also some Avar slander that I saw on the internet the other day with people being like oh my god it's a really messed up of Avar if it happened after like after Elzar and stuff like that and I was like Elzar had sex in the rising storm and granted it wasn't with Avar's best friend but it like people were so like on board with it and was like yeah I love this and blah 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 I don't like I don't think that's going to happen with Avar. Exactly. Like, that is what I want. Like, even if it was a situation where like Samira was kind of like a rebound for Elzar, you know, like and it, I can see a similar thing where like Stellan was kind of like a rebound for Avar, where she was like, Okay, me and Elzar can't be together anymore. But like, you know, if me and Stellan hooked up once, like, what about it? Um, yeah. but I am worried that like people will attack Avar for it specifically like not even also Stellan if it happened after like there's no way that St- Stellan knows that he, Elzar has feelings yeah. like that's canonical he knows it would be something that bad on both of their parts and I know that no one's gonna blame Stellan for it mm-hmm. because he's a man and he's Stellan Geos I feel like I don't know it's just like a weird situation and I've already seen some people like not to say having like bad takes on it because everyone's like entitled to their opinion but I'm like let's not like we don't even know any information yet so I'm like let's calm down before we start like talking about how awful Avar is even even when we have the information like they're like let's just all realize that there there might be some internalized misogyny going on Mm -hmm. or just misogyny in general going on let's all think critically before we talk about a character a powerful female character on the internet um I just think that we should all take everything into consideration before we slander Avar Chris Uh, that's because like my first my literal well besides like the shock but like once I got past that my first reaction to that was literally like good for her like yeah (laughs) (laughs) my my first reaction I was like absolutely as she should like I was like yeah Stellan is sexy like we all know this (laughs) good for you Avar yeah good for her for 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 getting Elzar and Stellan are you kidding I just love women who are like expressing their sexual freedom Mm -hmm. um and I don't want to see misogyny like I just don't want to see it yeah, I know when wave three hits, if I see anyone. Anyone. Like I, like, I will accept, like, obviously, Avar is, like, doing things right now that she shouldn't be doing, but, like, that right. is not the slander I'm seeing. The slander I'm seeing is, like, unwarranted. Even even a lot of the things with, like, Stellan and Avar right now, like, just of them, like, fighting, I'm like, okay, yeah, they're fighting. They're both going through a lot of trauma and un- and not processing it very well and they're going under they're like having a lot of stress and dealing with a lot of guilt they're both going through the exact same thing also let's just remember that avar chris while vala was happening was not just sitting on a beach in naboo she was literally inside of the drengear the drengear Mm -hmm. tentacle things were in her body like she was going through it yeah i don't want to hear it I don't like she went through a incredibly traumatic experience has some sort of post-traumatic stress going on right now and also survivor's guilt and also just like they needed Avar to stop the Drengear just like right. they would have needed her on Valo but like she can't be everywhere 
and she ended up fighting the Drengear. And like they did stop the Drengear and they owe a lot of that to her. Even with her arguing with Stellan, I'm like, I've already seen people feeling like they have to like take sides. I'm like, I the entire point is that you're not supposed to take sides. You're supposed to love both of them, which is why it's painful that they're fighting. Cause you're like, I love both of these people. I am so attached to both of these characters. And like, I care about their, cause we like, the, I care about their friendship and like them fighting is just bad, but like not because I am siding with Ava or I'm siding with Stellan. I just like thinking like if the roles were reversed and Stellan was the one who like defeated the Drengear with Keeve and Avar was on Valo, I have a feeling that they wouldn't mm-hmm. be talking about like Avar like this. Like I, like I feel like they are Stellan like this. Like I feel like they, you know, people would be like, oh, like poor Stellan, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just, it's just a feeling. And um, I think there's something in media that kind of just like, there's two different reactions to trauma that like women are allowed to have and that's either going crazy or doing nothing you know and to see Avar like actually reacting to it and not in she's not going crazy you know Mm -hmm. she's having a valid reaction I feel like people just are not like like it's very that's what sucks about it too though because it's like the authors are doing a good job of writing Avar's response exactly. to trauma, but we're so used to seeing it done poorly in media that some people's like immediate reaction is to like attack like, her for that. But yeah. I'm like, no, they are doing a genuinely good job of writing her character. Now it just is about like people reading it to see that. Just like, yeah, just media in general. And it's like impacts on how we view women's trauma and like the suffering of women is just so ingrained to our brains and that's why a lot of internalized misogyny happens and so seeing something written like well people are like oh we don't know what this means like we don't have this because it's you know and I'm looking at like Avar like through the perspective of someone who has PTSD and I'm like yeah like that's that's real right there and people are like no she's being she's being like mean to Stellan I'm like what like (laughs) stop they're grown people she's not being mean she's literally just not being able to process the trauma that she's gone through for the past two years and the survivor's guilt like mm, and it's icky it's icky when people Mm -hmm. say stuff like that um okay so our next one is if starlight falls and avar survives do you think her main reason to turn to the dark side would be guilt over the loss of starlight or revenge I do believe that they are not mutually exclusive. Also, the idea that like Avar is Starlight and in Starlight literally crumbling in a blaze of fire, even though she doesn't consider herself Starlight to our knowledge, the people telling you like you are Starlight, like that would be like losing a part of yourself. Like she built Starlight, you know, she was and like losing that yeah, she's going to feel guilty because she has already shown that she feels guilty and responsible for literally everything that happens in the galaxy. And she also, I do believe, would have a lust for revenge um, because of that guilt. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like, she does feel responsible for what happens to Starlight purely just because like she is the Marshal of Starlight. And because of like, what we were kind of talking about earlier, like she's the hero of Hetzal. She like, she is the light of the Jedi. Like she is the person that everyone in the galaxy knows as like the face of the Jedi. And that is why 
part of the reason why they made her Marshall of Starlight because people would like see that and be like oh we know Avar Chris and we trust her and like having her there makes people feel safe and then I do think that like especially if she does survive this um the end of this phase like revenge will be a part of it because if if she survives and if like any remnants of the Nile survives like we're already sort of seeing it with her like need to find and stop Lorna D out of her guilt about not being there on Balo, but also out of the need to like avenge the people who were lost on Balo because she saw everything that happened there she saw what Lorna D specifically did to people there and so it is a part of revenge of like I need to go hunt down Lorna D and have her answer for what she did and then like I can see a similar thing happening with like once the Jedi find out about Martian and like whatever he does to Starlight Avar being like I have to go after him and like get revenge for what happened to all the Jedi who didn't make it out of Starlight another like little theory not like a full theory but just like a thought like Avar is like the hero of Hetzal she's like everyone knows her and then we had Stellan being sort of like this regarded as like a hero for what happened on Valo and like the whole galaxy knows him now we have Elzar and I'm thinking that Elzar is going to be like the big hero quote-unquote of Starlight even like even though like we know Starlight is falling like it's not going to end well but like the other two firebrands have both had sort of their like big heroic moment I want Elzar to have one so valid though like I like I agree I think that he should definitely have his moment like he definitely has had moments Elzar man riding a dragon to into battle absolutely everything (laughs) who else nobody else would do that except for Elzar man I see I don't know if he's going to be like the main character of the fallen star he might be I feel like Claudia Gray is definitely someone who would write Elzar very well uh she he seems like a Claudia character uh but I do think that um I just think that there's so much to cover and since Avar wasn't in the last book I feel like they're gonna have to reintroduce her character almost in this one but yeah I do want I do think that Elzar is going to have a moment and be kind of this savior figure just have to throw it out there that Claire did send me a message the other day (laughs) that did and she did say that Elzar would be called the survivor of Starlight. Um, I was not happy because I don't want everyone to die. I apologize. <laughs> You're not sorry. You're not <laughs> Look, it makes sense. It does um, make sense. And Elzar being like, not like the souls are, I don't think like literally every Jedi ever is going to die. Well, I hope not, Jesus Christ. But like, <laughs> um, even just like the other two firebrands are just like a lot of people. Oh my god, the idea of like Elzar and Belle being like the survivors of like their groups. The idea that that Elfrona squad is going to get Rogue One. And then it's just yeah. Belle and the firebrands get killed off except for Elzar. Here's a question. I've been thinking about this mainly for Fallen Star, but like all the novels that are coming out. Who do we think that the POV characters are going to be? Midnight Horizon definitely ram right mm-hmm. ram wreath comac this is more of a manifestation but cantum side exactly I, yeah I if like, cantum side is is a pov character i will become the joker no literally same <laughs> like i'll never shut up They're i'll never be quiet again is going to be me literally screaming like i <laughs> i open i'm gonna like turn the page and see their name and just go insane 
Um, and then hopefully, I I can't imagine not having a scene where all the POV. Yeah, I agree. Just especially after like the little excerpt that came out. <gasps> I just thought of something. No, I don't oh, even. No. Want to say it. I don't want it to come true. No, now you have to say. <laughs> well, if if Zine or if Lula is not with Zine on Corellia, is she? Here's the thing. Either this is one of two theories is going to happen. Lula and Zine go to Corellia together. The events of uh, the High Republic Adventures 12, whatever, whatever was the second to last one, are them together in Midnight Horizon. They get split apart and they get in, but she's still on Corellia. Or, or Zine is on Corellia and Lula is for some reason not with her master um, and on Starlight. Um, something that I'm just thinking about is because we were first introduced to Ram in The Rising Storm. In just a little mention, you know, it was like two chapters he was in. What if there's something similar to that happening? I just don't want, I just don't want her to be anywhere near Starlight at all. You know what, continuing off of that, actually, this <laughs> Lula being knighted thing, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't no, think me neither. I think that Cantum Sai is going to be like, you're ready to be knighted. And she's going to be like, no, I'm not. Zine is with two Jedi um, and two Padawans. And she's going to have an adventure with them and realize this like, wow, the Jedi are really awesome and important. Not that she doesn't already think that, but she's going to be like firsthand witnessing her really good friend and also like, a Jedi duo that she's never met before. And then she's going to meet back up with Lula. Cantos eyes and be like, Lula, you're ready to be a knight. And Lula's gonna be like, no, I'm in love with Zine. I can't. <laughs> and then Zine is gonna be like, you have to. Like, this is what you were meant for. Like, this is what, this is all you've wanted since I've met you. And I'm going to cry. I was about to say, I'll sob. I'll throw up. Okay, but the idea of Zine being like, I also have feelings for you, but, like, I don't want to be the person who holds you back from, like, achieving the one thing that you've always wanted. No, I'll literally, no matter how the High Republic Adventures ends, I am going to cry so hard. Okay, concept. Lula, like, what we just talked about, like, Lula and Zine, like, confess their feelings, but then Lula's like, no, I'm gonna go get knighted, and Zine's like, I'm gonna go live my own life, and then there's, like, a time jump in between the phases, And then phase two starts with them, like, as adults, like, running into each other again. Oh, my God. Do you you want me to start sobbing on the podcast? (laughs) Like, that is a question for you. (laughs) Um, Them running into each other as adults would make me um, an insane person. I I can't. I'm very excited for the, like, High Republic, like, annual or anniversary, like, High Republic show. Because yeah. they're going to give us some little phase two crumbs of information. I just want to know who's in it. Like, I exactly. Just, I, I want to know how much time is passing and like who's going to be there. If it, if it is like a big enough time jump or they're like focusing on a different group of characters in phase two, like I am not ready to say goodbye to these characters. Like whether yeah. they die or just like their stories are ending, like I'm not going to be okay. <laughs> there, there are certain characters who I'm like, okay, I can see how their story could be wrapped up in a way that is like satis- mm-hmm. like somewhat satisfactory, um, like or satisfying, I shouldn't say satisfactory, but there are characters that I'm like, there's no way. 
like I can see like even though Avar is literally one of my favorite characters I can see her story wrapping up in phase mm-hmm. one not Lula and Zine not them I can't I literally just can't I mean it, I can see a way in which it would happen I would just really not be okay ever mm-hmm. again like characters like like Nib I do think Nib is gonna die characters I really do think we'll see in phase two if they don't die is going to be like Buryaga I do think Imri and Vernestra Imri yeah. and Vernestra I do believe will be like central characters in yeah phase me two. too especially because they were major characters in the first middle grade novel and major characters in um the second young adult novel and in mission to disaster they're gonna be yeah so like and like Vern now is like a very important character after the events of out of the shadows you know what whatever it takes to keep Emery around like I'm here for it I went like okay obviously all of these characters stories are going to have to come to an end eventually however long from now that is when I have to see Emery for the last time it's over never speak to anyone again okay it's so funny because I'm like yeah I'm a big Star Wars fan but since reading the High Republic I'm like okay well I don't care about anything else that happens exactly <laughs> it's it's all I think about oh this why is, so is Leox on your Deadpool I just want to know that <laughs> I just want to know why he why he's there um look that was added post me reading the High Republic Adventures annual <laughs> and I was like okay well if the vessel crew is going to be on starlight like one of them is probably going to die and then I was like and like I feel like they wouldn't kill Affy um please don't kill Leox though I I love him I really would be upset yeah okay for people who are getting knighted I do believe Belzetafar and Farzala and and Wreath I do also believe, though, that Farzala will be knighted because I was like, okay, well, Lula being knighted, like, she's still pretty young and, like, like she's younger than Vernestra and I feel like, like, not that I'm saying it would take away from Vernestra being knighted so young. I just don't think it would happen, you mm-hmm. know? But Farzala is older than them and, I like, I think Farzala is probably around, like, 17. I don't think um, Court, would, Court is younger than all of them. Also, Court just had his little, like, epic moment obsessed um but I don't think that he'll get knighted yeah definitely Belle yeah I'd be angry if if he doesn't get knighted I'm just gonna be like and for what like at the it's literally been since the end of Light of the Jedi when like he should get knighted I almost cried in in the airport today when I was rereading Rising Storm and I got to the part where like Belle is like you know what I am ready to become a knight and like Loden is gonna be there closer than ever and I was like like I'm so sorry to tell you this and then yeah I think Wreath could definitely get knighted I am now thinking about the concept of Wreath Silas passing away also because like Comac would just be devastated I'm just thinking of like the trajectory the tra- I literally cannot talk right now where Midnight Horizon is going exactly I really don't think anyone's gonna die in Midnight Horizon maybe I'm just- hoping no one dies yeah, I think a lot of it's going to be saved for the Fallen Star. I don't know. Midnight Horizon is really long. Oh, Thinking about Nam dying right now is actually my joker. And not in a good way. My, <laughs> I will turn to the actual dark side if Nan dies. I think Emery actually might die. No! <laughs> I'm just like, okay, oh. I'm thinking about it now. 
oh my god I cannot believe I am about to add to a theory that involves Imri dying but <laughs> Imri because like Vernestra is like yeah I have this path but like it's just kind of here like I'm not ready to use it yet what if Imri's death is like the jump start point for her to be like I'm gonna go oh my god no <laughs> oh no <laughs> what if so so our theory right now is that Vernestra will arrive on Starlight, be kidnapped by Martian Rowe. What if Emery literally just dies trying to find her? No. No. I refuse. I don't think they'd kill Emery in a middle grade novel. But like that's where he is. I don't even know how I'm gonna like be able to live tweet like some of the things that might happen and like people that might die. I'm like I'm just gonna be done. Uh, the really mo- okay, if someone had to die in Midnight Horizon, I think the most likely person is Comac. Unfortunately, I, I just feel like we don't know a lot about him. That and also just like it's the same kind of thing with Bell, where I'm like, I don't think they would have someone lose two masters. I just had such a horrible thought. Oh, have no. you read Master and Apprentice? Yeah. Who wrote Master and Apprentice? Claudia Gray and <laughs> Rail Averroes's. Padawan died in that and that was a big part of his character who would it be it would be Vernestra they wouldn't kill Vernestra no I don't no think way so she's too important let that happen no. okay but if it's not her unless I'm missing someone the only other option is Belle or Burry but I don't think they'd kill Burry or Keith but I don't think Keith is dying yeah I don't think Keith is dying I think Skira is definitely dying Skira is definitely dying <laughs> If if Skier, if Skier survives, I am going to be the most surprised. Like, no, I'll be genuinely shocked. The most. I hate to say it, but like, there's nowhere else for his character to go. Like, it makes most sense for him to die. Just, what does the poster say? Who will survive when the light of the Jedi goes dark? You know what? What if you just didn't? The fact that it's like the light of the Jedi goes dark and Avar has been so many times just she is the light of the Jedi. Exactly. You guys, come on. Like, really? It's really right in front of us. And the fact that I keep being like, what if it's not as bad as I think it's going to be? And then I look at this poster, I'm like, no, it is. Also, the cover of Fallen Star, the choices for who is on that, like, yeah. Avar and Elsa are suspiciously absent. And it's not like they're going to not be in it. Like, they're obviously going to be in it specifically avar who is frequently like referred to as starlight okay i'm trying to figure okay because like in the most recent like harvard like comic issue the one that just came out they're going to like no space to like find the um the great hall yeah do we think that fallen star is gonna start with them there or is it gonna start with them there and like being called back they have the path right like the path engine mm-hmm maybe they just like can't do it oh my god what if they're like we can't get there because we can't like properly navigate hyperspace and stellan is like my former padawan i literally literally just thinking that and that is so why why Vern would be called back to starlight from dalna that's the thing i'm like they can't do a ton with Vern in the adult novels because she's only been in like well she's like been in the adult novels but like they can't do anything major with her because she's like a middle grade and young adult character. Okay, I think Skier is gonna die, but if he, what if he, okay, Skier lives, Avar tries to kill him, Keeve stops her. Painful parallel. Okay, so Keeve, Avar is like, tries to kill Skier, 
and then Keeve stops her. They fight a bit, and then Keeve is eventually able to be like, girl, no, don't do this. And then she's like, Avar, I have to take your lightsaber, like what Avar did with Keeve or with Skier. And then they like go back to Starlight, and Keeve is like, besties, guess what just happened? Um, and like that coincides with like the start of Fallen Star is like Keeve telling like Stellan and Maru about what happened on um like when they went to go after the Nihil. What if Avar's just not on Starlight? Because now I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, well, obviously she's not on Starlight in the beginning because she Belle said that she was going to go find Lorna D. What if she like arrives at Starlight? I don't know. That's the thing. What if she Oh my god, okay. What if they're at in no space, like at the Great Hall of the Nihal, and like Lorna D is there, they're fighting, and they get the call that Starlight is being attacked. And Avar is like, we have to get back there right now. And Skier and Kiva are like, no, like we're in charge of dealing with things here. And then they fight about it. Her being like how is there an attack on Starlight? I'm fighting the eye. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Oh my God. That was literally what's going to happen. And that's how she's going to find out that she's been finding the wrong person the entire time. And then she gets angry and she's like, we have to get back to Starlight right now. And Keeve is like, no, absolutely not. And then they duel. Well, okay. Also though, Stellan and Emmerich being on Starlight before, like in Tra- Trail of Shadows, before all this stuff happens, like that makes it fall out of the sky makes sense oh my god because that wouldn't make sense for them to be like yeah i'm on i'm on starlight now i'm back on coruscant like Mm -hmm. that would be why they're there pov like stellan is literally on the call with avar and mark walks in behind him and is like i'm the eye of the nihil okay i would literally sell my soul for that to happen that um (laughs) so just dramatic that would be camp that would be camp (laughs) (laughs) Just thinking about Mark being like, like <laughs> with his dog. <laughs> I'm the na- I'm the I'm the eye of the Nihil, actually. That's just Lorna. <laughs> oh my god. Also, yeah, I do definitely think that Mark, like personally, is going to be pulling up to Starlight because there was one line from um, I think it was Pan or something that was like, it's always like us out doing the work. Marcian is just like sits back and watches. So now is going to be the time when he's like, no, I'm going to like be here personally. I think that Marcian is going to kill a Jedi. I don't know who, but I think he's another going. one. <laughs> yeah. Who's going up against Marcian Rao? That's what I want to know. Who, who gets to fight Mark? I think it should be Belle. I agree. I think, I think Belle should get to, like, no, I don't really think Marcian is going to die. Oh. But, like, I think Belle should get to kill Martian. I had a really bad thought. So, Martian Rose on Starlight. He has the leveler. The leveler is going crazy. Martian Rowe walks up to uh, a young Jedi Padawan. The Jedi Padawan is Belle Zetafar. I think I know what you're going to say, and I hate it. Loading Great Storm's lightsaber is Martian Rowe. Oh, my God. Because why else would would why else would Martian Rowe be on Starlight have Loading Great Storm's lightsaber and Bell just doesn't see it? No. The idea of Bell Zetafar dueling Martian with holding Loading Great Storm's and it's mixed with flashbacks of his training with Loden. 
So why aren't we writing the fallen star? <laughs> oh my god, conversation. But now I'm like, what if I wrote this? Um, conversation <laughs> between the two of them, where um, Bell like sees him and he's like, that doesn't belong to you, and then they fight. I'm just now I'm like, what's Elzar gonna be up to? Like obviously he's gonna be like dealing with stuff on Starlight, get- but like. Yeah. How does he what, get like Starlight? specifically what's he doing yeah like why is he even there in the first place i hope that bell and elzar are just like besties now i really do too that would be literally i like cry over that one scene in the rising storm where they interact for like five minutes like i need them to be friends i'm thinking about who stellan is going to fight because like knowing stellan we're gonna get a epic sexy fight scene Please. which like good for him but like with who because now i definitely think mark is going to fight bell which is really messing with my mind and then I originally was like, Stellan fights dark side Avar, but if Avar is like elsewhere. Well, no, I think El- Avar is definitely going to be on Starlight at the at some point. Yeah. Avar and Key fight like at the Great Hall. And then, oh my God, what if they fight and like Keeve can't get her to like turn back. And then Keeve is just like, we're done. And like her and Skier like leave. And then Avar is like, I'm going back. Or Avar is like, I'm going back to Starlight without you. And leaves them there. And goes back to Starlight. And is like in her dark side era. And she shows up. And Stellan is like, hell no. And then they fight. And then Elzar is just there. I don't know how Elzar factors into anything. Which scares me. I just me. don't know how Elzar is <laughs> in this book. I just don't know. <laughs> like, but we know he's going to be What's he it. doing? And also, like, how is he doing? We have not seen him since he, like, <laughs> asked. Since, like, Grizel. I mean, like. They mentioned him in, like, Out of the Shadows. They were like, yeah, Elzar is here. I was like, I was like um, why is he in therapy? Is he okay? <laughs> like, what's going on? I really read The Higher Public and was like, yeah, I'm going to get very attached to the firebrands. And now they're, like, getting the worst of whatever happens. And I'm like, why'd I do this? When I read Light of the Jedi, I was like, wow, Elzar man is the moment. Like, I am obsessed with him. And then the epilogue, and I was like, oh my god, Elzar and Ava are so true. And then his, like, vision, and I was like, uh-oh. Um, and then in The Rising Storm, he's just going through it the entire book. And I was like, wow. Going through it. The Thanks. Going through it. <laughs> just, yeah, the way I that don't... I, like, just remembered that, like, the leveler is a thing. But, the like... way that I, like, obsessed over the leveler for, like, months, in, like, over the summer. And then now I'm like, who's leveler? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I just hope that Cantum Sai. Okay, also Cantum Sai and uh, Comac Vitus. Are they gonna kiss? <laughs> are they gonna kiss in Midnight okay. You know how there's like rumors that Comac was like in love once. Get away from me! <gasps> they were like in love and then like broke up, and Comac is like, I hate this so much. And then they like get assigned to a mission together in Midnight Horizon. And Comac is like. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if the first, like, few, like, moments between them are, like, super full of tension and Comac is, or it's Wreath's perspective and Wreath is like, yeah, Comac is acting, like, really weird right now. I'm going to lose my entire mind and I'm going to be like, oh, my God. Like, they, like, Comac is literally in love with Cantum. That's when Comac and Wreath can have, Comac can give Wreath, like, the dating talk. Where he's like, <gasps> where Wreath is like, um, yeah. what was all that? And Comac is like, okay, Bestie, we need to have a little chat we about have like a discussion. <laughs> yeah, Comac explaining queer people to <laughs> to Wreath is gonna be my the highlight of my life. <laughs> now I really want now I'll be upset if this doesn't happen. Yeah. 
but I'm also like a Cantum and Tormund Buck shipper. That's why I'm like, if they were like together in the past, the fact that if something happens between Cantum and um, Comac, and Lula's not there <laughs> to be like, Zine is there, and she's like, Lula, you'll never guess what just happened. <laughs> yeah, Zine's gonna be like, um, your master. Or, like, Zine, like, sees them talking about, like, their past or something, and Cantum is like, do not tell Lula about this, and Zine's like, no, I'm telling Lula about this. (laughs) Zine being canonically a fashion icon, so So true. true. (laughs) And then the, like, the way that I was like, oh, yeah, like, Zine is just gonna yassify Ram and Reed so they can go on their little thing, and then in this thing, Ram was like, yeah, she's a fashion icon, and I was like, so she is going to yassify them. Ram was like, can I take a video of you dancing? <laughs> I can't just think I've ever seen in my life. Also, him literally just being like, yeah, no, I invented the slang term wizard. So true of him. <laughs> I'm so yeah. Funny. The children of the High Republic era. They're so good. Them. Watch literally no one die. Like, watch the fallen star be like, it's actually fine. I'm gonna feel like such a clown. Like at this, not to be like, I hope people die, but like, yeah, embarrassing. But also like, a lot of people died in Light of the Jedi and in Rising Storm. But like, a lot of named characters died in Light of the Jedi. Okay, wait. Do we think the leveler is gonna die? Like, where's it gonna go if it doesn't? Yeah, I don't think it's, like it's gonna because like. I think they're gonna like use it and it's gonna be effective on Starlight, but I don't think they'd come back in phase two and like have the leveler be a big thing again. Exactly, because like there's gonna be a time jump. That would be yeah. really weird for the levelers to be like walking around. Mm-hmm. It gets put back in the ice until like a lot later in Star Wars. Oh my god. It's on Starlight as Starlight falls. And then, like, get and then, like, the leveler pulls like a Captain America. I'm taking Stellan off of here now. I really don't think Stellan's gonna die. Watch me remove him, and then he dies. The only firebrand I don't have on here is Elzar. So true. I really don't think he's gonna die. Now I'm starting to be like, what if none of the firebrands die? I'm just like, what if nobody dies and they've just been hyping it up? I have like 12 people listed here that I think are gonna die, and they just don't. I really hope um keeve does not turn to the dark side i'll be angry. i will i will be a villain like mm-hmm. i will i will genuinely like get on this podcast and start ranting and be a problem i think kevin scott would though like i just don't i think- don't think that's gonna happen i think that especially because avar is like slowly turning to the dark side i really hope elzar doesn't turn to the dark side i would be so angry i really don't it would be really weird exactly like, i'd be like you did all this and for what? In Rising Storm, for what? Like, I know that there's gonna be a lot of, like, dark side, light side stuff, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be a lot of, like, Elzar and his, like, internal conflict. Hopefully, I feel like she would have a really good time writing Stellan, just because she writes Obi-Wan so well. I do think it's gonna be, like, POVs of all three of the firebrands. Belle, obviously. Probably Martian. I think we might get a character, like, like a, like, Indira is definitely gonna mm-hmm. be character i just love maybe her. orla oh my god i hope skier is in it so her and orla so her and skier can interact yeah hopefully skier does not get left out in no space he comes back to starlight and orla's there and he's like oh not again <laughs> orla's like hey 
I would love Okay, to. but the fact that Avar, Keeve, and Skier are the ones going after Lorna again after they were the ones who, like, captured her in Tempest Runner. But she's going to see them and be like, wow, you guys, what, what happened to you guys since I saw yeah. you last? Her calling, okay. Um, yeah. Lorna D <laughs> calling Avar lady in Tempest Runner. <laughs> again, please. I need it again. She's just gonna, she's gonna look at Avar and be like, you're a hot mess, sweetheart. Like you. Like, girl, I've been there. I would know. Oh my God. This is something I would kill for. Lorna D talking to Avar and being like, girl, this is not for you. Like, come join me would end my life. That would be the most powerful thing that ever happens. Lorna sees that Avar is like having issues and is like, hey girl. Me and all my fellow girl bosses would love for you to join us. Avar hanging out with Chansey. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, Lorna seeing what a mess Avar is and then they like get the call from Starlight and Stellan's like, Lorna D's not the eye of the Nihil, it's this Martian dude. And Lorna is like, what if we teamed up to take down Martian? Oh my god. (gasps) Because Avar is so desperate at this point, she'd be like, sure, yeah. And then <laughs> Keeve is like, no, absolutely not. And then yeah. her and Keeve fight. No, no. Because <laughs> also, we know that Avar would totally do something like that because she agreed to work with the Huts, And everyone else was like, That's why not. they made that such a plot line. Yes, that makes so much sense because it was so random that everyone was like, no, she would never team up with the Huts. That's so weird. Like, that's awful. But she was so adamant about it. And Stellan was the main one who was fighting with her. I was literally like, no, they can't. (gasps) No way is this going to happen. There's no way this is going to happen. We're we're Lorna. Okay, Avar shows up to Starlight with Lorna. I don't think I would survive. (laughs) I'd start screaming. Like, that's so far out there. Like, it's not, but, like, I want it so badly. But, like, but, like, why are Because it's literally, like, (laughs) she's, like, wait, no, Mark is the eye of the Nihil, and then she's, like, tell us about, and she's, like, has just been fighting Lorna, and she's, like, winning, and she's, like, tell us about Marcion Rowe right now, and Lorna's, like, Marcion Rowe, I hate him, girl, let's get him, and then Keeve is, like, you are not about to team up with the Nihil right now, Avar, like, Estalamaru told me to watch you and I'm putting a stop to this. Hand over the lightsaber. And Avar's like, no, let's fight. And then they fight. And then she Stellan leaves Keeve and Skier in no space. Now we've run into another problem that will get such bad Avar slander is because Stellan would be like, I fought her on Vala while she was murdering people. And you're going to team up with her. And Avar would literally be like, but it's for the greater good. Like that is like the the scale is tipping to this point in Avar's character where she is willing to do literally anything to protect like her people. Mm-hmm. She like her whole goal right now is taking out the eye of the Nihil. Once she yeah. finds out that that's not Lorna, that it's Martian, then she's gonna want to take out Martian. It makes because I feel of- like I do have one of my main predictions is that Lorna and Martian are gonna like fight or something because Lorna's like. Because at the end of Tempest Runner, Lorna is like, I'm in charge now, basically. Martian's definitely not going to have that for very much longer. Once, like, his full plan is, like, brought up, I don't think... Here's the thing. This thing with the leveler is really weird. And it's really weird that Lorna has the leveler. Because yeah. it does not line up with her goals at all. Mm-hmm. Like, she's never been, like, I'm taking it out on the Jedi. That's never been her goal. Mm-hmm. Her goal is just, 
I want to be on top and I want to have power. And she I also has like her little side project with Chansey yeah. and now Nan. Really worried. Oh my God. Really worried that whatever Avar or not Avar, Avon is working on is the Nihil are going to get it and then Chansey's going to get it and be like, yeah. I do think it is going to be that machine that um, Ty and Mentessa and them had. They just, ha- that just like was, was a I, thing. Oh, and now it's just hasn't been mentioned. Yeah, I feel like they're going to be like, oh, you know a lot about lightsabers and kyber crystals. So like help us build this, but like make it worse. I don't know. A lot of people are saying that Avon is working on something that's going to contribute to the Death Star. When she was like, wow, kyber crystals could like power a whole planet. I was like, shut up. (laughs) No, stop. The way that Star Wars is just so good at connecting everything is crazy. I know. Oh my god, I literally can't believe we just thought of that. A lot of our stuff has been on brand lately, so... We literally predicted the, like, the entire plot of Mission to Disaster. We really did. We really <laughs> did that. I know exactly what's happening at, for, like, the first parts of every novel that's coming mm-hmm. out. Nothing for the end. Like, I have no idea how Mission to Disaster can end. Like, yeah, other same. Maybe Vern ends up on Starlight somehow, which I hope yeah. happens, because I need her and Stellan to be together. Especially after the High Republic Adventures annual story I know. of them. Okay, that's like why I think they're going to be together. Because though. they put that there, yeah. For a reason. Like there's, like all of those stories were in there for a reason. Yeah. You know? And like most of them directly tied into something. Like crash. And it showed how well they worked together right off the bat and how well they fought together. The, the fact that they like are like yeah, established, like yeah, they're, they really like work well and they fight together is going to be so important because they have to fight together concept stellan and Vern versus avar and lorna claire <laughs> i cannot imagine Vern. no yes i can <gasps> oh my god okay this is so far out there but i was like oh i can't imagine Vern fighting avar because she looks up to her so much and they're so close but if avar was like had turned to the dark side super parallel between the Vern and Imri fight in Test of Courage. Like, super, it's, like, right there. There are times when I'm, like, I could write The Fallen Star and it would be so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love you, Claudia Gray. Super looking forward to your book, but let me write it too. That's right? similar to my idea that, like, I don't think Elder would fight Avar even if she went dark unless Avar did something to Stellan. It's the same thing with Vern. Like, if Avar was threatening Stellan, Vern would so true because there's no like that is the only like I don't know I just don't see her being like yeah I'm gonna fight Avar Chris I think she could like mm-hmm. there are very few characters who I think that could beat Avar in a fight like Stellan it could be close Elzar could just because he knows her so well yeah but I feel like there could be something like he would know that she does that like kind of like how Obi-Wan could fight Anakin whoa Oh my god. No way. Because if okay, if Elzar and Avar fight, it's over for me. I am done. I can't I will it would never literally be okay. Be, it would literally be like the Mustafar fight. And still and and Starlight is literally burning. They're like in fire. 
I know no, because you're... up until now I was like, no, Elzar and Avar aren't gonna fight. But now I'm like, okay, what if they did? But because because okay, because Elzar knows what the consequences are of using the dark side. Like he has been yeah. there and he's like, I need to stop her at all costs. Uh-huh. And and also knowing how powerful Avar is and how like insane she would be if she was like fully dark. Also, though, like the idea that like the parallel that Elzar is like not as good of a duelist as as Avar is but like beats her anyways just simply because he like has like the knowledge is very much Anakin and Obi-Wan like like Elzar would play with his not Elzar and Avar having an I loved you moment I still don't think I think if anyone is fighting dark side Avar it's going to be Stellan well like Keeve obviously but like yeah we already know they're gonna fight that's happening um there's just there's going to be some type of duel in the fallen star that is going to be at the like mustafar fight level like i just know it there's a part of me that like fully knows like i will not be consolable for a few days after this book no same i know that this is gonna be really bad like i'm gonna be (laughs) thinking about how in the audiobooks they like sample music from other like start from like the movies and stuff we're playing duel of fades like yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be off into duel of fades like it's gonna be a time i'm so excited thank you so much for listening to fulcrum transmissions please feel free to send us questions you can dm them to us on twitter instagram or tiktok once again thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed this episode